0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Anita Posho, a Bitcoin only podcast. Today I'm speaking from Bitcoin Beach. I'm in the center of Bitcoin Beach in Hope House. This is the place where everything began. All the Bitcoin adoption in El Salvador started here in Bitcoin Beach when Jack Malas was here. And I think someone uh, of the governmental team also was interested in Bitcoin. And that's how it got from here to uh, the president and the government. And that's how the Bitcoin law started. I'm going to talk about my experiences here. I'm here for three weeks now and we traveled. We went to the La Geo, the geothermal power station uh, where Bitcoin mining is already happening. Um, but before I'm going to tell you all of this, a short message from my sponsors and see you again soon. Living on crypto is easier than you think with BitRefill. Choose from over 4,000 gift cards and mobile top-up options from around the world. I used Bitrefill to top up my phone when I was visiting Zimbabwe. It was easy, worked like a charm and I even earned SATS back. Pay with Bitcoin, Lightning, Ethereum, Dash, Tether Overtron and many more options. No account is necessary. Join the thousands of users around the world who are living on crypto today using Bitrefill. Join now at bitrefill.com and start earning sets back with each purchase. That's bitrefill.com. Did you know that leaving your keys on centralized exchanges is extremely risky? Not only are you giving up your privacy, but you also give up total control of your funds. The best time to take back control is now go to sovereign.app and never again ask for permission to use your money that's s o v r y n app yes hello now so how is el salvador so the general situation here is it's a great country. People are very, very friendly, very open, very helpful. They support you everywhere they can. The countryside is beautiful. The Pacific Ocean is great for surfing, um, not so great for swimming sometimes. Uh, but uh, when I was here, there was a swimming contest uh, from the locals and me and some friends from Team Satoshi, we attended. It was a great um, um, thing to do, like to spend time and do something with the locals. And I'm going to tell you what I experienced or what we, because I was here with a group of uh, Germans and Austrians, um, and of course, many other people from all over the world who came to El Salvador, to San Salvador, to Bitcoin Week, where there were two conferences. First, the adopting Bitcoin conference, which was organized by Galoi. That's the company that's behind the Bitcoin beach wallet. The Bitcoin beach wallet, um, has been used here, starting here in Hope House um, by the locals and to start this uh, circular economy. We are here in El Sonte, a small town on the Pacific Ocean. You can buy things for Bitcoin or with Bitcoin. I did that several times. I paid my hotel bill with uh, Bitcoin. I paid in some small stores with it. I uh, was able to buy Bitcoin at an uh, ATM. I. What else did I do? We paid our drivers with Bitcoin. And so it's very interesting to see the different levels of adoption. But let's start at the beginning, the situation in El Salvador. So in general, as a, let's say, European podcaster, I of course have no deep insight into the politics here. But from what I see, what I read, and I'm interested, of course, in the human rights situation here, I'm very much interested in the situation for women and for LGBTI people. So, And from that standpoint, I have to say, we have some issues here, um, which are a problem. Um, So it's very much the fact that in Latin American countries, um, men still have much more power in, in, in the public. Uh, I was told when we were at a, uh, Bitcoin education, uh, center that, uh, 80% of their participants in their collective are women, but most of the times the, their husbands do own the money. So women are working, but the men have the money. And, um, These are things which I would like to help to change all over the world. I mean, it's the same in Austria and in Germany. We still have a difference of 25% in income uh, on average. And um, I think Bitcoin can be a tool, but it has to be, uh, people have to be educated upon it. So, and that's a big thing that is missing here i'm sorry to have to say that but there was no education from the government since the bitcoin law uh, was announced or and has been put in place people most people have no idea what bitcoin is there is the education here like the level of education is much lower in general than in other countries in european countries so It's very far stretched to expect from the people here to use Bitcoin. I hear a lot of people and I talked with people who work here in the hotel, for instance, and they told me, yes, uh, we have a lot of guests after we had a lot of guests after Bitcoin week. And everybody says it's so beautiful. It's so fantastic that um, El Salvador is using Bitcoin now because people can basically get rich or um can uh, can uh, get a positive outcome yes that's all true and i support it of course yeah and i'm i that's why i do all my work because i believe in this possibility to change um the the split between uh poor and rich and make it smaller but i believe the first people who will um be able to have a to profit from that, will be better educated people. That's the same with all adoption of technologies. New technologies always come from places where there is money, where there is possibility, where there is high education. And we are in an adoption phase of Bitcoin. It's still very early. People, including me, I also needed to really look into Bitcoin. I needed to download several wallets and to learn how these things work. It's like in 1995 when nobody knew how to use email. And um, that's a fact. So this adoption, in my view, um, will be slow in these areas and um because it's also a lack of basic financial education and the people here don't have enough money to be able to save something and that's the reason why for instance the airdrop the 30 US dollars that everybody in El Salvador got when they downloaded the Chivo wallet and they had to uh KYC themselves so they needed an ID for it um which is also not really a uh, philosophy of Bitcoin. Bitcoin should be open for everyone also without an ID. Everything else doesn't make sense. Then we can still, we can stay in the banking system. So everybody could download that 30 US dollars and it's possible to cash it out at Chivo ATMs. And also you can use it uh, to buy petrol. And as far as I have learned, most people cashed it out or bought petrol with it because they don't know what to do with the Bitcoin. They know the US dollar. It's the currency here since 20 years. And if you look at Bitcoin's volatility and if Bitcoin goes down, people here, as people in other countries who have not got Into Bitcoin yet, into the fact that you have to do long-term thinking and you have to stick with it. You have to hold it, you have to try to save it. Uh, And then in three to five years, you will most possibly, probably um be on the posit on a very positive side. But if you live from hand to mouth, you need the money. You you can't save it. And the next thing is the Chivo wallet is very problematic from my point of view because it's a governmental uh wallet. Nobody knows who has the keys. It's not a wallet where you can have self-custody over your Bitcoin. That means it's not uncensorable and the, the, the Bitcoin are basically not the Bitcoin of the people here. So, but it's possible, of course, to use other wallets. They don't have to use the Chivo wallet. But again, there's no, ed- almost no education here. So who there needs someone to tell people you can use other wallets, open source wallets too. Then about education. There was no education before the Chibu wallet was introduced. And I heard that there also will be no governmental education, which is very sad. Um, and the whole... Adoption here was hierarchical. This is also not the idea of Bitcoin. I believe much more sustainable growth in Bitcoin adoption is growth peer-to-peer. So organic growth from person to person. For instance, one person in a family gets Bitcoin and he or she tells the others how to use it. And if they are can make a profit in any way, like from remittances, remittances, that they don't have to pay the high fees. They don't have to drive two hours to MoneyGram or Western Union. As soon as people make positive experience, have positive experiences with Bitcoin, they will stick to it. And that's, in my opinion, the best way to get Bitcoin adopted from person to person. We don't know who has the keys for the Jivo wallet Bitcoin. There's also no transparency whatsoever. Who has the keys to the, I think, over 1,300 Bitcoin that, uh, El Salvador's government has bought? Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure if, if you can trust Mr. Bukele and his team. He has a Venezuelan, uh, shadow government. Um, nobody knows who's really doing the decisions. There is, in my point of view, no democratic decision making. I mean, yes, he has, he was voted. He has the absolute power by votes, which is democratic, but there has no be, has, has not been any discussion about anything. The same like Bitcoin City. It's just Bukele and his team decided, oh, I want to do something bigger than the Bitcoin law. It was really like he came onto stage uh, from outer space in a video and with fireworks and Bukele landed basically uh, on the stage. It was all a show for him, Uh, nobody else. And uh, this whole Bitcoin city thing, to me, I'm a studied urban planner, um, is, yeah, I don't know what to say to it really. Because planned cities, most of the times, first, they are hierarchical organized. They end in huge dead infrastructure because nobody wants to live there. It's not If, if a city is not built in an organic way or it doesn't grow organically, it's not livable most of the times. Yes, there are positive uh, examples too, but in general, I think big planned cities are unlivable spaces. And What do they want to get out of it? So they want to lure in investors from abroad with the Bitcoin bonds and also get them to live in Bitcoin city. And, uh, to be honest, what's the point for the people who live here? I don't think that people who live here, here in, in little huts, uh, like from hand to mouth, they, I don't know how they will profit from that. I find it would might be much better to use these Bitcoin bonds and to put the money into infrastructure that's really needed and helpful for the people, like education, streets, um, internet, uh, whatever. Yeah, there's so much more that can be done, but no. This Mr. President wants to have his own, like, city to have a name. Uh, he, he compared himself with Alexander the Great and Bitcoin City with Alexandria. I mean, really, uh, no. So the Bitcoin bonds. I like the Bitcoin bonds. I like the idea to, uh, get money from abroad to buy Bitcoin with it to do a speculative attack on the US dollar. That's very risky. And uh, yeah, very, um, how is it called in English? Um, they they dare to do something. I find that great. Yeah, because if you have nothing to lose and El Salvador doesn't have much to lose in general because they are indebted, debt, debt um, then this is a chance for the country as a whole. So the thing that they buy Bitcoin to hold them and to use the profits to put it into infrastructure, I find that very good. Excellent idea. I also think the idea to build a new geothermal power station at the volcano is a perfect idea to mine Bitcoin. Then it will, they will most probably profit from that in the next five to 10 years. But this whole Bitcoin city thing, I'm not a fan of it. But I mean, maybe I'm wrong, you know? Uh, but I just don't want to be like, Most of the Bitcoiners who were here and what you can read on Twitter and such, everybody's like, oh, Bukele is the greatest and everything. And I actually say, please hold back a little bit. We don't know how they are approaching that in the future. We don't know how it works out. So I'd like to keep Bitcoin more apolitical. Bitcoin in itself is non-political. And um when cypherpunks go on stage with a person who might uh or, or has uh signs of uh, becoming a authoritarian leader or is already a authoritarian leader i don't think that this is a good idea and i want to distance myself from that and uh yeah so i think bitcoin has to grow organically another thing from bitcoin city i heard that um it's it will be built or shall be built in the east of the country, close to the borders of Honduras and Nicaragua. And I was told uh, by someone who has very good information about the whole process here that Honduras and Nicaragua won't like that very much, that uh, El Salvador is building a new big town with an airport um, close to their borders. Adding up to that, uh, I was told that the Conchagua volcano is dead. So there seems to be no energy inside. So I'm not really sure if this is going to happen there. And uh, the third thing is the land. Maybe uh, I have heard it's possible that the land uh, is owned by indigenous people. So um, basically, (laughs) I believe they will be expropriated. I mean... (laughs) How else, uh, will the government get the land? Um, so there are a lot of question marks and I think, uh, that the government does not really have detailed plans for the Bitcoin city. Okay. You could say, yeah, it's early stage and you have to be visionary. You have to, uh, push things forward. Otherwise nothing is happening. That's something I completely understand. But, uh, for me, it seems very chaotic, very like uh, coming from like, ah, uh, let's do something big. Um, I'm not sure how it plays out. That's actually everything I, I want to say. I want to say, please be cautious. Um, don't come too close to politicians of any any direction, any color, any, any political party. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what I wanted and needed to say. And one of the points I also want to mention is because many of uh, my colleagues or people who visit here or write something on Twitter say it's fantastic El Salvador. uh It's basically the land of the free. um, There are, are no COVID restrictions or something like that. Um, that's for you tourists. Um, that's not for the people here. They have to wear masks. Uh, they are also going like they are um, vaccinating themselves. I heard 70% of them are vaccinated. And yeah, like in early 2020, when the pandemic started, there have been uh, detention centers basically um for people who um um did not follow the quarantine law so um yeah i mean land of the free hmm, for whom yeah um so don't forget that so to conclude i find the idea for a nation state to buy Bitcoin, to hold it as a reserve, to use the profits, to uh, in, invest in infrastructure, in education and things like that. I think that's a great idea. I think the Bitcoin bonds are a good idea um, for that purpose. Um, and in general, I think nation states, same as individuals, can get more self-sovereignty through Bitcoin but it has to grow organically, not hierarchically. And, um, that 's the thing I basically want to stress, and I also want to point out there are two sales like uh, regions in El Salvador where, where bitcoin is used that 's here in Bitcoin Beach, and that 's in Bitcoin City. Yes, there are two guys who educate people on Bitcoin even longer than Bitcoin Beach. They uh, are in Sonsonate, which is a town uh, west northwest from El Sonte. And there are already, I think, 30, 40 shops and small restaurants which accept Bitcoin. So if you want to come to uh, El Salvador and visit Bitcoin Beach, also go to Bitcoin City. Um It's a nice town uh, and I think it's great what they are building there. So that's it. I hope you got a little uh, image or a picture of how things are working here um, the young people, many of them accept Bitcoin already. They are open to it. It's the same as everywhere. The older generation, uh, and of course also the, the, the opponents of the Bukele government. They don't like Bitcoin as much as young people or we Bitcoiners. Uh, but it's a learning process. It will take years. And I hope, I still hope that the government, uh, will do more education on Bitcoin for the people here because, um, it should not be only for the higher educated. It should all also be something for the younger, uh, for the less educated people, uh, especially for women and underrepresented groups. And, um, I hope that Bitcoin Beach will go on and will do more here. And I want to help the the best I can I did that with my talk where I talked about uh, Spanish resources to learn Bitcoin and yeah that's it from me from here if you have any questions uh, send me a comment I'll try to answer everything and thanks for watching bye bye